Welcome to The Short-Term Show, the show about short-term rentals and long-term wealth, with real property owners hosting real properties who are crushing it in the vacation and short-term rental space. And here's your host, Avery Carl. This episode of The Short-Term Show is brought to you by The Short-Term Shop. 30-year fixed mortgages, tax benefits, and long-distance management training made easy are just a few of the perks of owning a short-term rental. The Short-Term Shop can help you buy and learn how to manage your property from anywhere in the world. Just go to theshorttermshop.com and click Get Connected. Again, that's theshorttermshop.com, and we are brokered by EXP. See y'all over there. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Short-Term Show. Today I have on the founders of a really cool company that I just became aware of like over the course of the past few months. They're doing some really cool stuff in the financing space. The company is called Nectar. And I have Derek Barker and Brittany Mosley here. Guys, you want to introduce yourselves really quick and tell us a little bit about what Nectar is? Yeah, um, I can take it away. So hey everybody, I'm Brittany um, so I'm from Shaker Heights, Ohio, which is just outside of Cleveland, and went to Harvard, which is actually where Derek and I first met. And after graduating, I moved to back to Ohio, which I never thought I would do. And I started running a corporate retail business at Abercrombie & Fitch. So I worked my way up to running $120 million tops business. Um, had amazing had an amazing experience there. Decided to leave in 2016. Came to Atlanta. Um, decided to join forces with Derek, and I came in and sort of took over all of what we call like our smaller um, projects. So that was like anything that was 50 units and under. So single family, multifamily, co living, short term rental, all that good stuff. Um, built out our entire short-term rental portfolio. Um, so went from zero to about 125 units in like, I don't know, like a year and a half, two years, um, which was really cool and awesome and daunting and a lot of hard work. Um, and from there, I think, let's see, in 20, like 2020, 2021, once the pandemic hit, is where we started selling a majority of our portfolio. Um, and we use that capital from selling most of our portfolio to building what now is today Nectar. Um, so Derek, do you want to go? And then we can kind of talk, jump into like what Nectar actually does. Oh yeah. And I have all kinds of questions. So <laughs> Go ahead, Derek. All right. The short version is I uh, have a background also similar entrepreneurship and finance, uh, you know, but my passion was flipping apartment complexes. That's what I did. I, I left. I was a trader at Goldman Sachs left, uh, at, right, after, right after college. But while I was at Harvard, I started investing in real estate, had about 500 units, 2013, really buying, renovating and flipping old beat up apartments. And, and, you know, Brittany, like kept using the word we with short-term rentals, really she built out our short-term rental business within our apartment complex business. And that's what we did before Nectar. And we started Nectar because ultimately 
running and building a real estate portfolio takes a lot of cash. It just does. It's capital. Indeed. (laughs) And we always thought, well, once you got bigger, then we'd have more capital. But it turns out once you get bigger, you need way more capital. Um, And so we find ourselves having a cash flowing real estate portfolio, but still needing to come up with big lump sums of money. And there was nobody who was going to lend on that cash flow. Right. We had mortgages. We still had cash flow. No one's going to lend on the cash flow. And so we started Nectar to do that, to find the awesome real estate entrepreneurs out there that are owning and managing short-term rentals, long-term rentals, any real estate really, but focus on short-term rentals because they make a ton of cash flow and uh, give them fast, flexible capital so that they can deal with all of the big capital needs that come with the real estate portfolio, including buying buying other properties and growing. So that's that's a short version. Okay. I have a whole lot of questions, but let's back up to the beginning and start with your real estate portfolio. So what did that look like before you guys started selling off? And and so you were, to get to those 125 short-term rental units, you were converting some units of the apartment buildings into short terms. Am I reading that? Yeah. So like that, that okay. 100%. So that's the way that we started. Um, we, like there was starting to be like a lot of buzz around short-term rentals. We are always like looking for additional ways to generate cash flow. And we were like, we should just try this. Like everybody's talking about short-term rentals. What's a really easy way for us to get into it? And we're like, well, why don't we just lever- leverage some of our apartment units and see if it even works for us before we invest a ton of money into like an actual home. Um, and so we started doing it in a couple of our apartment units and we were making like three X what we were getting in rent. Um, And we were like, this is crazy. Like, this is amazing. Um, So then from there, we continued to expand into more of our apartment complexes. But then we also started buying um, some like single family homes and even like some smaller multifamily. So like duplexes, triplexes, quads, um, and converting them to short-term rentals. So that's kind of how we ended up building out our whole portfolio. Yeah. Okay, cool. And is this all in the Atlanta area or is this all over? So our short-term rental portfolio was all in Atlanta. Um, Like our larger portfolio though has been spread throughout like the Southeast and LA. Yeah, we had a couple of short-term rentals in LA, but they, it didn't go as well. Uh, That's true. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And we, I I have blocked that off. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing is LA. They just had regulations and we were just- Yeah, not trying to do the it's like this is too much. You don't want to mess with it. Yeah, I get it. I don't want. I don't like messing with markets that have a lot of regulation myself. So totally get it. You don't have to explain that. Uh, okay, so you got a lot of um, short term rentals, a lot of different places. What made you guys decide to start selling off during the pandemic? Because a lot of people started buying a lot during the pandemic. So what prompted that, or did you know? you wanted to start Nectar or how, like what came first, I guess, the idea to start Nectar and then you sell, sold off or you sold off and then you have all this capital and you're like, what do I do with this? If I'm going to go, we might have slightly different reasons. If I'm going to go, we first, I think the idea for Nectar came first before selling. Uh, it was kind of at the same time because we were trying to buy properties. And I remember explicitly, we were buying a 77 unit property in Koreatown in LA. Uh, it was a great deal that we had at a great price and we had everything all lined up. We had the capital, we had the debt. And then the lender pulled back last minute. 
our our deposit was already non-refundable. We already had an, our, our our earnest money had already gone hard, and the lender was like, "Sorry, we can't do what we said because of COVID." Right? This is like March 2020. Um, so, oh, gotcha. Yeah. So we were like, "But what?" <laughs> you know, it's like we got to come up all this money at the same time. We have this real estate portfolio, and that's when, like, to me, that's when the idea came about for Nectar, and then it just kept turning over and over in my head, like this idea. I just couldn't get it out of my head. Brittany, on the other hand, she was like, well, we have bills to pay. So she was still running the business. <laughs> but I was like, no, I, I, we have to do this. And then, yeah, it was just, I thought it was a better idea and ultimately a way that we can solve a real problem that's really there uh, for a lot of people that was just bigger and more scalable than, I mean, real estate, we've been doing real estate for a long time. We had a 40, over 4,000 unit portfolio. We've been, you know, and it was, it was time to do something new and exciting and we just couldn't do it both. It was just too much work to do everything at once. Yeah. And I would say for me, like, I think it happened at the same time as we were selling some of our projects. Like for me, like the first project that I had really like the first multifamily project that I had worked on from like start to finish. um, And I had done everything like construction management, like, lining up the property manager, asset management. I was at the property all the time, like making sure everything was running smoothly, investor reporting, et cetera. It's like I was literally on the front lines and I we decided to sell the property and the amount that we got as like the GP versus the amount that like our LP investors got, I was like, this is crazy. Now, granted, they did put in most of the money, but like we were literally the ones doing all of the work. Um, And I just felt like there had to be a better way for real estate investors to grow and scale their businesses and to be able to keep ownership. Um, And so for me, like that's kind of when like the light went off, like we have to build this company that's going to allow people to grow and scale their portfolio, but not have to give up all of the upside. All right. Well, that makes a lot of sense. So let's talk about you've you've kind of touched on that. Okay, it costs a lot of money. You need a lot of capital to buy real estate, to rehab real estate, to do a lot of things. Basically, anything in real estate takes money. So you kind of decided, well, maybe we're going to start being sort of a private lender. What would you what would you categorize Nectar? Because it's not a regular lender or mortgage broker. It's more of like a private lending. You guys tell me. Yeah, we call it cash flow based financing because we're not looking at the asset price. Asset price can go up or down. It's probably down in this environment right now. But if it goes down, doesn't, you know, you don't have to worry about us calling for additional collateral. And if it goes up, you don't have to worry about us taking, you know, a bigger share, like if we were equity. Um, so it's really just cash flow based financing where you look at your cash flow and we'll give you financing based on that. Yeah. So what are some common reasons that an investor might come to you guys for financing? So you're you're giving capital based on the cash flow of a property. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah. Why don't I talk about like just explain it a little bit more? Yeah, let's go in depth. Yeah, let's dive deep. Go for it. <laughs> you can give some examples of some actual customers and what they use it for uh, to like add color. <clears throat> so we're going to look at your net cash flow. That means your PL, we're going to look at your past ideally 24 months, but as a minimum 12 months 
of income statements, including your debt service. So we're going to subtract your revenue minus expenses minus debt service and look at what is the true cash flow. Now we'll take out any you know capital expenditures if you're doing debt renovations. We'll take out like any down payment, any one-time expenses. So we get truly what are your operating margins? How much money are you making on operating from operating perspective? And then if you're making, say, for easy numbers, $100,000 a year out of the cash flow from your property, then we'll typically be able to get you between, let's say, one hundred fifty dollars and $200,000 today. And you pay us back over a one to five year term. So that's kind of how it works. There's no balloon payment. So you're paying us equal monthly payments. Or if you like, you can pay us more in high seasons and less in down seasons, if you have a really cyclical property, um, and we get ultimately, and we get paid back in the in these monthly payments. So there's no big balloon payment, um, and the, the cost of capital is say, you know, and, and so you can keep your mortgage, right? So like we're not interfering with your mortgage. We're more expensive than a mortgage, so you should get a mortgage. But then for any capital needs above that, we come in and we'll provide financing, and our rates are going to be anywhere from say. You know, it used to be like 10 to 14 percent. Now, in this rate environment, we've had to push that up to like 12, 18 because it's just more more expensive rate environment now. Um, but that way you can use us instead of equity um, for down payments, for renovations, for furnishing, for buying a property management company, for buying a boat. Uh, you know, for you can use us for anything that's just more flexible than a lender. Yeah. Okay. So I would imagine you guys get a lot of people who come to you to get financing for furniture, because I think that's the most common and biggest expense of all short-term rentals, unless they come furnished, either furniture or rehabs would be my guess that is most common that people come to you guys for. Yeah. Like I would say for us so far, it's really been renovations. Like by far and large, like we're We've done multiple deals with like one of the largest um, operators in Jacksonville Beach. And we've done, I don't know, probably like eight deals with them. And each time they're like coming and coming in and getting additional capital to do renovations. So they're upgrading. They have a mix of both short term and long term, um, but they're constantly like upgrading their units. They want to make sure that they're unique and, you know, are the best on the market. And we're able to get them that money fast, like typically within and the initial deal took about six days, but now that they're in our system and we built a rapport, um, when they come in for cash, we can usually get get it to them in 24 hours. So I think that people oh. like the fact that, yeah, we're flexible and we're fast and we just like truly understand this industry so well because like we've lived it for so many years um, that they're just like a lot less hoops to jump through. Another okay. another example is, is a guy like in Augusta, smaller property. So the guy, the large operator in Jacksonville Beach has like maybe over 70, you know, near 100 oh, wow. units. But there's a smaller operator. He has six properties uh, in Augusta, Georgia. Augusta, Georgia. You know, some mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Augusta, you're right. That uh, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. But um, and yeah, some of them, and he was before that, he was an arbitrager. He was an arbitrager. Then he started managing and he had bought a couple of properties. And we looked at his whole business, his arbitrage business, his management business, and his ownership business. They were priced differently, but we gave him, hey, this is a blended $100,000 uh, based off of your the entirety of your business. And he used it for two down payments. He used it to furnish one, pro- you know, to finish furnishing one property, and then for two down payments, bought another two units. 
uh, with with that money. Uh, so people use this, you know, for various different things. And then he introduces to a bunch of his friends and done deals with them too. Nice. So let's talk about the term. So if I come to you guys, or actually back up, we're going to start earlier in the process. If I come to you guys and I want to get a loan, let's say to do a rehab on a property that I already own, but I just don't have the cash to necessarily do that rehab right now. So what are you guys looking at? In ter- I know you guys are looking at your um, P&L and what the cash flow is. What else are you looking at? in terms of what you need to approve me? Are you looking at my credit score, any of my other income, any of my debt to income ratio, anything like that? So we don't look at, so we do do a soft credit pool. Um, It's not a hard credit pool, so it won't have any like impact on your credit. Um, We are gonna look at the LTV of your portfolio. So the max LTV that you can have is 75%. Um, we ideally want you to have three years of rental experience. So not necessarily three years of experience, like the specific property that you're operating right now, but just like three years of like, I know what I'm doing here. I'm not just (laughs) jumping in for the very first time. Um, and we will work with people and we have people within our portfolio that do have less than three years, but typically if you're less than three years, the cost of capital will be higher. Um, and then we like to see you have a, both a business entity and a business bank account. Okay. That makes sense. So you are checking, uh, credit score, but everything else is just based off the cash flow. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Like your experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The credit check is just to, you know, if we look and see that you like don't pay bills often, right? <laughs> that makes a difference. But other than that, that's not what we're using to size or price the advance. We're looking at what is your cash flow, mm-hmm. and are you over, like in this environment? The thing that'll really hurt people is leverage. Are you over leveraged? Right. So if you're at eighty five percent leverage across your portfolio, and there's a blip in the economy, well, then you, you can get underwater. Uh, so like those are the things that we're that those are things that we're using to size. Like we don't want to get you over levered, and we you know we want to make sure you can you're making the cash flow that can pay us back. Those that's what we're that's really what we're mostly looking at. Okay, and so these are typically going to be you know these are short term loans. So you're this wouldn't be you would like you said go get a mortgage to actually buy a house rather than use you guys capital or, you know, you use your capital for the down payment or to pay cash for the house and finance it out later uh, to a more favorable interest rate type of loan, more a more long-term loan. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the content of our podcast, but you have additional short-term rental questions, we host a weekly live question session that you guys can join for free. It's at 1 p.m., Eastern on Thursdays. And if you head over to strquestions.com, you can sign up. So not only am I the host of this show, but I also own and manage my own properties. And I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have about short-term rental investing. So please join us anytime for a free weekly live Q&A on Zoom. Sign up at strquestions.com. Let's talk about the terms. So I think it's really cool that you guys have the the thoughtfulness to see that a lot of short-term rentals can be seasonal and to uh to kind of change the payments based on seasonality i think that that's really smart uh i think that do people take advantage of that some is someone is something that we've done more recently okay we have, you know, so we've asked people to take take advantage yeah okay uh, 
All right. Awesome. That was one thing that I wanted to hit on. So in terms of the terms now, so we know kind of what you guys are looking at when you're approving these loans. So what do the terms typically look like? And I know interest rates can be variable based on a number of factors, but typically what are you seeing for the terms? Let's say I want to come to you guys for like $100,000 to do a rehab. Let's use that as an example. And say I have you know $100,000 in cash flow from my properties and I meet the experience um, criteria. I say that experience is important. So if you have like 18 months of experience, you know, <clears throat> it really doesn't matter how like uh, it doesn't like it, it, you're going to have to be in our more expensive capital bucket just based on our own financing. Our our like investors, they they, they care a lot about experience uh, because you learn so much in those for in that first year. Um, so I'll put you in the higher end of that, like, say, 12 to 18 percent spectrum. Uh, so if you have a lot more, a lot of experience, you're making a hundred thousand dollars in cash flow a year, um, and you know you want a hundred thousand dollars, you know that that's something that you we can you're gonna do a one, two, three, four, or five year term, um, and that's gonna determine how much you pay monthly, uh, because ultimately you're if it's five years, you're gonna pay back over a longer time, so it's a much lower per month payment. Um, it's a higher overall fee because you know you're stretching it out longer, um, but it'll be a, a lower payment. Um, I'd have to give me one second. I can give you like I I exact numbers. Okay, uh, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, because I think that listeners are going to be really interested in hearing like, okay, how do I apply this to myself? How like I've got a rehab that I want to do, or I need to refurnish this entire property, or you know maybe I want to go buy another one. And um, guys, while we are talking about using it as using a loan from Nectar for a down payment, there are certain types of loans where you might need to show this money sitting in your account for a seasoning period. Do you guys want to speak to that while he's looking up exact numbers? Unless you have them already, we can get to that in a minute. I do, I, I do have them, but I right, also <laughs> we can talk about that also. Okay. Um, so yeah, we we can talk about the seasoning a little bit. That's where like our pref equity product comes into play. And with that, we have a membership interest in the entity, in your like entity, in your company. Oh, okay. And because of that, the lender sees as equity and not a loan. Oh. Um, but for so for so it doesn't have to season. They'll look back at our bank account and see if it's seasoned in our bank account, and it has it's seasoned. Um, <laughs> how, however, you buy us out when you make payments. So we don't get upside. You still have 100% ownership, 100% upside. We just get the payment that you make every month. And when you make your last payment, our membership interest is terminated. Like we're completely bought out. We have no additional economics of the deal. You keep it. You keep all the upside. So effectively, you're getting to buy us out <laughs> like without, without, you know, without having to give up any equity. But the lender is going to treat us like equity because we have a membership stake. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So is that membership stake done with just a contract or do we have to start a new LLC with you guys? How does that work? Yeah, you have to start a new LLC with us or amend and restate your operating agreement. Okay. We have a standard agreement that we can just give. And if you have like, you can look at it. Of course, if you have like various different partners, we modify it to fit your specific situation. Um, there's some specific terms, specifically the terms are like how taxes are treated. Um, but also like, you know, it says this is what happens. You know, if you don't default, uh, if you default, you have this cure period. And if not, then this is the remedies. 
Uh, and, you know, at the end of the payments, we're bought out. You know, basically, those are the sections that, I mean, it's clearly okay. this is a document, so right. <laughs> more detail than that. Uh, but, it, you know, we have these sections in the operating agreement. It takes a, you know, it, it, uh, you can look at it. It's a small it's five, seven page document. You can review it quickly. You minute restate it, same day, you can have it done. Um, okay. So that's how kind of you guys are protected then with the collateral of, well, if you don't make the payments, I own this much of your house. That makes sense. Yeah. And we don't, even if you don't make the set payments, we still don't own your house. If you don't make the payments, then we can force a sale of the house. And then you pay us back out of the sale proceeds. But you oh, okay. Upside. Like we, we are not trying to take your, the upside of the property of the work that you you've done, even mm -hmm. in a default scenario, like, look, we were entrepreneurs. We're owners ourselves. We like, we don't, we're, we set this product up specifically to be friendly to the people that are out there making the stuff happen, you know, and that's not us. We're here in an office. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so even if you default, we can force a sale and we can like just say, hey, like, no, you have to sell and, you know, <laughs> you have to just do it uh, via the document or, or, or we can sell, uh, but you still keep all the proceeds over and above the amount that you have to pay to us. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It seems like a pretty good deal for everyone. I mean, it's the best deal is always like you pay back the debts that you owe and then we're all good. But um, yeah, that I think that's reasonable. Yeah. And to go back to the what you, the $100,000 example. Yes, let's go to that. Let's hear some numbers. Yeah. So here, here are the numbers. You're, if you do a one-year term, um, you're going to be paying back about $9,339 a month. So for 12 months, that means in total, you're paying $112,000 back. So we give you $100,000, you pay back $93,40 a month, you pay back, so that's $112,000, this is a 12% annual financing fee roughly. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then let's say that you go out to five years. I'm not going to do, I, I do you know, one, three, and five. Um, so let's actually say three years. So three years, we give you $100,000. Your payment, your monthly payment is $3,885 a month. So much lower payment. Much more manageable, yeah. Yeah, $3,800 as opposed to $9,300. Um, but it's spread out over thirty over three years. So like that means you're paying a lower payment, but you're paying it back over three years. Uh, so that means that we, uh, and that's a financing fee of about 13%. Uh, so that's like, a, you know, so you're paying a little bit more uh, to be a three-year. Now okay. let's go five years. So $100,000 now, go out five years. And let's say just so you can get a flavor that you're a little bit more risky. Uh, so you have a, like, for some for some reason, like, I don't know, let's say that the deal is a little bit more risky, just so you can see what this looks like. And the fee that is a is 15.7%. Um, then your monthly payments will be $2,975 over five years. If you $100,000 now, you pay $2,900 a month. Uh, this would be like a, a higher fee scenario. Um, and, th and that's kind of how it works. And, and typically the idea is if you're making $100,000 in cash flow a year. So that means in cash flow, you're making what, 9,000 or so dollars a month. You're paying now $2,900 a month for, you know, for a five-year term. You get the $100,000 and hopefully you can use that $100,000 to buy a property you know, where, you know, if it's 10% cash to cash returns uh, or, you know, 20% cash to cash returns, you'll be able to like, you know, be making, you know, 20% cash to cash returns, that's $20,000. Um, 
per month. It's like 1900. I mean, you're basically, you're, you know, your, your net payment to us is going to be like really, really low. that. Okay. Yeah. So this is a really, really cool product. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I could have brought up a spreadsheet, but I don't know if this is visual and audio. It, uh, It's mostly audio. We do post it on YouTube, but most people are going to be listening on audio. So that was perfect. So totally appreciate that. Um, so what else, what else have we not hit on that are some benefits of nectar or things that you guys can do? Yeah. So I'd say, um, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but like typically once you send all of your documents in to us, we can close on your first deal, like anywhere from like three to seven days. So like our whole purpose is to be like fast. Um, and we also want to be flexible. So this kind of goes to your point earlier, Avery, where we were talking about like the seasonal product that we are offering. And we really listen to our clients and you know, some of them are in a lot more seasonal locations. And so we've now built a payment structure around um, clients that are in seasonal destinations where they have amazing summers. And so their payments in the summers are a little bit higher, but in the winter, their payments go down. So we're really looking at how can we craft a, you know, structure that really works for, for you. Um, additionally, we have some clients who, you know, are potentially using us for like renovation capital and they are they ask for like a fee only period. So we will restructure and maybe say like the first one or two months of your payments will be fee only. Um, and so those payments are a lot smaller and then like the normal monthly payment will kick in on the third month. Um, so we really try to be flexible in that way based on whatever, you know, your use case or your need is. Um, we don't charge any sort of origination fees. There are no balloon payments at the end. So you are paying us back in equal monthly installments every single month for the term that you choose. So we will present multiple terms to you. And ultimately, it's up to you as the client to determine what works best. So the shorter the term, the better the cost of capital. Um, but the less money we're going to be able to get you up front. The longer the term, the more money we can get you, um, but the cost of capital will be more expensive just because we're giving you more money over a longer period of time. Um, we don't take out, um, there's no lien on your actual property. We do file a UCC financing statement on your actual business entity. Um, and that just kind of like lets the world know that we do have a right to a portion of the cash flow that you are generating every single month, but there's not like an actual lien or anything on your property. Um, and then there's like not any, there's no impact to your personal credit and there's no impact to your debt to income ratio. Um, we kind of like are invisible and kind of sit in the background um, from that perspective. I would say the only other thing I say is if we have two products. One is the cash advance product and one is the nectar equity. Um, with the equity product, there's no personal guarantee whatsoever. Uh, with the cash advance product, uh, we have no, we don't have any stake in your property. We don't have a land in your property. There's, we're not attached to your property anyway, but we do have a personal guarantee to make sure you don't, you know, go on a five-year vacation to, you know, I don't know, China or something. Uh, so like that's, uh, you know, that's a, the only other you know, major difference there that I don't think we talked about. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like 
This sounds like a really great product. And sorry, I have to keep like muting and unmuting. It's storming here. So I'm trying to not have these huge thunder claps in the background because it's storming like right on top of me. Um, so I think this sounds like a, a super cool product. So is there anything else before we move on to the final three questions of the show um, that you guys want to make sure every all the listeners hear or hear about? Or we cover everything? Um. No, just, you know, we like, I'd say the, the last thing is just like, if you have a, if you're a real estate entrepreneur that is, has a cash flowing portfolio, we'd love to just be connected and get you a quote. We can get you a quote in 24 hours just so that you know what it looks like. What we're doing is different uh, from a lot of capital providers out there, both lenders and equity. And we want to be a little bit better than both. Uh, so if you, if you, you know, send it over, connect, a, connect to our systems, we'll give you a quote. And once we do that, there, and once you get the documents, you know that you can just use that whenever if you, you know, anytime you have a need, uh, you'll kind of know what, know what things look like. Um, and, you know, we'll be able to move much, much more quickly when you're, when you're ready. Awesome. All right. So are you guys ready for the final three questions? We are ready. Let's do it. Okay. So first question, what advice would you give 20 year old Derek and Brittany? If you know, then what you know now. Brittany, you would, go first? <laughs> yes, I would say do not sell your real estate if you don't have to. Um, I know that like in the beginning, we talked about how we sold uh, so much of our portfolio. I mean, and not just in like 20, 2020 and 2021, like over the years. Um, and we still own some, um, but like now we just are like looking, we see the market and we see how uh, asset prices just continue to go up and up and up. And we're always like, oh man, like why did we ever sell that property? Um, so that would be like what I would tell my younger self is like, hold on as long as you can. I mean, that's a really good one. <laughs> we are like, are, are we be in a different position if we held on to everything? Uh, but it felt good at the time. We were making profits and it was like, oh, wow. But big checks back then, looking back at it, it's like, that, that wasn't big. <laughs> we held based on what, what would have happened if we held. Um, so, yeah, I'd say like, you know, that and, you know, gut rehab, like don't, if you can buy something and gut rehab it, uh, it, you know, it'll make it a lot easier. So you don't aren't fixing someone else's work three years after you buy what is quote unquote turnkey. <laughs> yeah. Turnkey is such a subjective word. Yeah. Um, actually I say find great partners and stay with them. Okay. Good advice. All right. Second question, kind of similar to the first one. What advice would you give a new investor who's looking to get started today? Uh, new investor trying to get started today, I'd say like get pre-qualified now, find out what you can afford, just like just get it done, and then just jump, take the leap, make the like buy the property and commit to the journey. Like, you know, it's, it's gonna be hard. You might lose money. I lost money on a I've lost money in a bunch of deals that I did early on. Um, but I got paid back in knowledge that's been many, many, many multiples that I've monetized many, many times over. So I was like, just figure out how to get in the game. Ideally, it's if you can get pre-qualified for a $200,000 mortgage and that's what it is, and you have to like buy something and move in and house hack, whatever it is, 
just get in the game and and stick to it and keep going. Yeah. And And I would also just say, like, just jump in, you know, like it can feel scary because like maybe you don't know every single little thing. But like to Derek's point, you just learn so much by actually doing the thing and not just like researching and thinking about the thing. Um, so jump in, like you're going to make mistakes and like, that's okay. You're going to use those learnings. So that way your next project is better. And the next one after that is better. Um, so I would just say like, go all in. Also great advice. You really just like the best time to buy real estate was always yesterday, but the second best time is today. So I totally agree with that. Okay. Last question. This one's a little more fun. What is your favorite book that has impacted your mindset? So I really like, I have like lots of favorite books, but one is Zealot. And this is like not, a, it's, it's like a weird one for a business book. And I can say business books. So of course, like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger, they have great things. Uh, but like, and also, you know, Jeff Bezos has, has a biography. But Zealot is like the, like a secular story of Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, it's just like really interesting, the story. Like it's just, this is one uh, one person who lived a long time ago who like no one on the podcast and like, I don't know who that is. You know, like <laughs> whether you believe like whether you're a Christian or not, it's just like crazy how like uh, this one person in the movement, he started impacted the whole world. Uh, and it kind of made me believe that like any, if that story is possible, anything is possible. Even if like some of the details we don't even have to agree to the point that like this one you know random you know dude from like a, a nowhere town uh, is someone that thousands and thousands of years later, like we all know and has impacted the world. Like that's pretty interesting. No one has ever suggested that one. So that is very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, what's your suggestion? Let's see. I would say like for me, uh, Probably like one of the most recent books I read that I really that really resonated with me would be Scaling Up. So, you know, just the idea and like this is something like I I don't know, I've carried like a model that I've carried with me for a really long time. But that, you know, teamwork makes the dream work. And when, you know, we started our real estate development company you work in a team, but in a very different way, because like you're managing a lot of different people, like contractors, property managers, your investors. Um, but like with Nectar, like we built like, we're building like an actual company that has like employees. Um, and so like under, I think like it really taught me that teamwork does make the dream work, but only if you actually have the right people with the right attitude and the right skills in place. Um, and when you're growing and scaling a business, it's really hard to do it by yourself because they're literally just not enough hours in the day to manage all of the things. Um, so just surrounding yourself with the right people. And we've like been very intentional about that here at Nectar. And we are just seeing like the fruits of that labor as like our team and our business continues to grow. Awesome. Also a great recommendation. Love it. Well, um, so guys, I'm going to try and wrap this up pretty quick because I'm worried I'm going to lose power and cut it off on y'all. So uh, if our listeners want to connect with you, find you, use Nectar, how can they do that? Use Nectar.com is a great way. <laughs> all right. Easy enough. Use Nectar.com. You get, are you active on social media at all or uh, mostly just website? We're somewhat active on LinkedIn. Derek's probably more active than me. Um, but yeah, you can hit us up on LinkedIn. We'll definitely respond. Okay. Um, 
And yeah, use nectar.com, come to the website. And we'd like love, we like absolutely love just like getting on the phone and talking to amazing real estate investors like you guys just to learn about your business and figure out like what we can do to help you grow and scale. Yeah. And I'd say like two other things is one, I don't know when this goes out, but if you uh, apply and get all your docs in before the end of the month, uh, before the you know end of March, then we don't you don't have to make any payments until May 21st. Uh, but that that might be uh, dated. But if you like come and apply and get all your documents in within seven days, so you just get all your documents in within seven days, they'll give you a two hundred fifty dollars gift gift card, you know, whether you uh you know take the money or not. Um, so that's uh, that's another uh, so that's another thing. Come through usenector.com. You can put in your details. It should be pretty quick, and we can kind of go from there. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. I think what you're doing is really, really cool. And uh, I really like that it's tailored towards short-term rentals. So uh, I'm a fan. I'm rooting for you. And uh, let us know if there's anything we can do for you. And um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Awesome. Thanks, Avery. Yeah, great talking to you.